Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. everybody good evening good evening and welcome to another episode of grace in the marketplace man we're having a we're having so much fun <laughs> here at the studio uh my beautiful wife is joining me tonight and uh, really what we what we what i need to do you know what we've been talking about what i need to do is uh i need to explain to to everybody <laughs> where i've been because it's been three weeks <laughs> You know, MIA, missing in action, Quite a right? long time. It's three weeks with no explanation. Just Pastor Henry sending a message saying, uh, you know, canceled. canceled. And so, you know, what happened actually was the first, I was going to go live from, from, from overseas. And then the first week, you know, we were at the retreat and oh, yes. man, it just got busy. And, oh, yeah. it would and the have time been, zones just didn't work. It didn't work yeah. because the, the retreat session started at nine yeah. in the morning Which and that's exactly 6 p.m. Yeah. yeah, so it was clashing and yeah. I would have had to miss some sessions to uh, get on live. So that didn't work on the retreat um, uh, a week. And then the following week, I checked into a hotel that had bad internet. <laughs> There's no other way to explain it. I'm it was so just, surprised to hear about bad internet in America. It was bad. It was terrible. <laughs> it was, I know Dakota is here watching and man, yeah, yeah, I had bad internet in Colorado Springs. It was terrible at the hotel. <laughs> they put me in a room that just didn't have, wow. you know, a uh, great signal. Wow. And uh, even when I would move to the lounge, the, the speed was not as quick as Africa. That's, that's Africa that's... speed is oh, wow. fast. Okay, Dakota, Dakota fast needs internet. to come to Africa to get fast internet. <laughs> oh man, let me see who's on here. Hello, good <laughs> evening, family. Let me just give a few shout outs. Yeah, see, Kodan is in the building. Good evening. I see Dakota mm. Melrose all the way from uh, Colorado Springs. Mm. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Dakota because, I mean, while I was there, he, he really just took care of me. He gave me transport. Everyone needed to go. That's awesome. uh, he just literally, you know, uh, took you. me, took me, play, took me to play golf, took yeah. me to get some food, some Popeye, some fried chicken. <laughs> and uh, man, we had a blast out there. And so big shout out to well, Dakota. We love you, Dakota. Yes, Thank you very much. Yes, the piece of Moen is in the building. Uh, Marshall is in the building, Brenda is in the building, Chido is in the building, Notando is in the building. Good evening, everybody. Hey, share this broadcast. Make sure everybody gets it. If you're watching on uh, Facebook, go get on the share That's button it. and share it. Mm -hmm. If you're watching on YouTube, you can copy the link, throw it in your uh, WhatsApp status, and uh, let's get people watching uh, this broadcast. You can actually share directly from YouTube. There's a share yeah, button that copies your, that literally copies the link straight to your WhatsApp store. Oh yeah, that's clever. So if you get on the YouTube app, you should be able to share directly mm -hmm. to WhatsApp yep. and uh, we'll be able to get uh, uh, more people watching the broadcast. I believe this is going to be a blessing Amen. Uh, to somebody watching tonight. And uh, hey, let's jump straight into it. Mm. And so what I want to do, what I believe, you know, the Lord has laid on my heart to do is to revisit, you know, what you taught on Sunday, what you talked about on Sunday, I think it's powerful. 
uh, especially for all of us who are called in the marketplace. Mm. You know, you, you, you are in employment, you work a job, or you're self-employed, mm. or you're a business person, mm. or you're an entrepreneur, whatever level you are at, uh, these principles apply to you. Mm. And I know on Sunday, you know, you, you had to uh, rush through some stuff. Yep. Because uh, of the time, the yeah. limited time that we have on Sunday, we usually have about 40 minutes for the person, you know, uh, taking the main uh, message. And so, it's, you know, I, wanna, I want us to revisit the, some of the principles yeah. that you taught on yep. Sunday yep. and uh, really make them practical. You know, yesterday, <laughs> it warmed my heart. We were at the airport, right, uh, to pick up my mother-in-law. Uh, she was flying in from Australia. And, um, you know, there's a lady who walked up oh. to both of us, right? Yeah, that she was walked very up interesting. To, to both of us and she said, hey, are you my pastors? And so we are both, you know, <laughs> thinking, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you are my pastors. I watch you all the time. Yeah, she on, said she uh, follows us on YouTube on, on, and uh, You know, Instagram all these different social media platforms. And she's like, man, I like that what you teach. This is what she said, mm -hmm. word for word. Mm -hmm. She said, I like that what you teach is practical. Yeah. It's yep. not just deep and confusing and, you know, what am I going to do with this? She said it's, it's practical. Yep. And, and, and really, that's the heart of what we do on, on these Wednesday Grace in the Marketplace, you know, our podcast. It is to give you tools and uh, things that are practical that's that you can actually use and apply in your life uh, to be able to get some results. Yep. And some of these things we're going to be training and teaching are things that we have applied, are things that yep. we have applied over the years. And I believe that uh, there will be a great uh, a blessing to you. And so quickly, we're going to, again, we have a, a time Limited. limit. So I don't even, where do we it, even begin? <laughs> so what, where I think is okay. really, you know, uh, what we learned on Sunday, mm. maybe I'll recap that. Just summarize we'll just it and then we can get into, into something. Okay. I know you taught two yeah. characters and you yeah. wanted to really touch on three. And yeah. I, taught th I taught one in de great detail and there yeah. were another two. And the other two was like, just, we you just know, went, skipped uh, straight through yeah. them. Yeah, and, and so we're going to go a little bit deeper with that. Okay. But uh, what we learned really was there's a position, there's a time of mm. calling, right? Absolutely. And uh, there's a time of calling. And between that time of calling and separation is, is a time of faithfulness. Mm. Absolutely. And, and growing and increasing our capacity. Absolutely. And uh, so that's what we learned on Sunday, that these two periods are very important. Uh, the calling happens. You get to see where uh, your life is going to end, where God wants to bring you mm -hmm. the, 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 the gifts and the callings that he has given you so that you can be a blessing. Mm -hmm. And then on, uh, on the flip side, after you've passed successfully mm -hmm. your, your time of uh, faithfulness, mm -hmm. right? You enter into separation where God Absolutely. literally uh, launches, launches you yeah. into mm -hmm. your, your calling, whether mm -hmm. in the marketplace uh, whether in the ministry, whether in the business. I really like uh, this because in the marketplace, mm. uh, you know, all of us get to start at a certain level. Absolutely. Even though we know in our hearts God is calling us to be at a certain level. Uh, and, and, and really this becomes a great opportunity for us to apply ourselves. Absolutely. Uh, with great attitude. And as you do that, really things begin to shape up and change and you... 
you become very, 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 mm. very significant in your calling with, with, with whatever God has called you to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I just want to add to that because I think a lot of us um, really um, underestimate, you know, the season of faithfulness. That that really actually is a requirement. If, you, if you're called to lead, if you're called really to do something significant, which we all are, right? right. We all are called to do something significant um, in this world. Um, I mean, the season of faithfulness is an absolute I would say it's a key requirement, yeah, right? Yeah, that's First Corinthians um, four two, absolutely. right? It says, moreover, um, it says, a, 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 what does it say? A, it a says, moreover, it is required of a, of a steward, steward that he be faithful. That he be found faithful. Amen. Amen. And I think, um, you know, just to reiterate some of the things we taught, uh, we said, that, you know, the season of faithfulness really is 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 the foundation. Yeah. It's really the foundation of your life. And we said, you know, the foundation really determines someone's um, capacity, Come right? Um, we shared some scriptures, um, and I believe are found in Luke. Um, um, one of them is, you know, if you if you're not faithful in a little, you know, pretty much. I'm paraphrasing it here, right? Yeah. If you're not faithful with a little, forget about having much in your life. You know, if you're not faithful with what belongs to someone else, I mean, come on, forget about having what's what really is your own. Right. Because really, the the principle is, you know, if you if you're not faithful in a little, really, you you, you haven't even learned how to develop the capacity to handle little, right? Right. So you, there's no way you can have capacity to handle a lot. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the capacity to manage something that belongs to someone else you know you, you absolutely will not have the capacity to handle something that actually belongs belongs to you something yeah. that's your own so the season of faithfulness man it's it's a, it's so key it is so important and and really we, we we cannot we cannot bypass it um you know we read um we shared last week if you don't mind me sharing some of these statistics yeah. right because i think yeah. they're just so so profound right there's a gentleman by the name of um gerald brooks I like and gerald. essentially what he taught is he called he taught what's called the four seasons um, of of ministry or the four seasons of a leader's life, mm. and essentially he says there are four distinct seasons. Right, the first one is again the season of faithfulness. The second season he described as the season of giftedness. Yeah. Third season ownership. Um, the fourth season um, stewardship. Okay, and, and the key principles that he said is you literally go from faithfulness to stewardship. Right, you you cannot skip a season. Right. They literally happen, um, you know, in sequence. Right. Right. Um, and then he gives some really interesting t- statistics on, on successfully entering and leaving a season. And, and then this is going to absolutely blow your mind when you hear these, right? And so he says, uh, the season, talking about the season of faithfulness, he says, only 70%, um, or at least 70% of people actually don't make it through the season of faithfulness, right? right? Um, talking about the se- season of giftedness, he says 50% of the people who then make it to the season of giftedness don't make it past the season you know, of, of, of giftedness into ownership, right? right? Then he says in ownership, only 50% of people are actually going to make it through the season. Then, then this, this, this statistic really like, I mean, it's like mind-blowing, right? He says only 10% of people will actually finish the season of stewardship, right? right? Will actually enter into the season where really they're living out their fullest potential. They're living out everything that really God has um, designed and really destined for them for them to do. Yeah. And so putting maybe some numbers behind these percentages, because I think this is where it becomes really practical and actually very real, right? So imagine if there were about a thousand of us that were called, I don't know, I mentioned government on Sunday and it wasn't well received. So let's say a thousand of us were called to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if we were put to put a thousand, so we, we say a thousand, right? 
using the percentages that I just described earlier, only 300 people out of the thousand will actually make it through the season of faithfulness. And that's, that's something wild. else. That's that wild. means 700 just fall by the wayside. Yeah. 700 don't even really begin on this journey of, of significance and impact that you know, the Lord wild. has destined all of us to live, right? Yeah. Then it says of those 300, only 150 will make it through giftedness. Only 75 um, will make it through the season of ownership. And only Eight, eight out of 1,000 wow. will finish the season of stewardship. Right. And I, I just want to tell someone, you know, these numbers are not up to God, okay? Yeah. Because I, Pastor Tavara mentioned it quite clearly. You know, the whole call, the call, the calling is from God. Right. You know, separation is from God. There's a scripture, I believe, in, it's in Galatians 1, verse 15, and it says, you know, calling and separation are by the grace of God, yeah. okay? Calling is from God, separation is from God. Yeah. What happens in between? It's absolutely all up to you and me, okay? So these numbers are not up to God. It's not up to God who's determining that only eight people, eight out of a thousand people are going to finish the uh, uh, season of stewardship. And I might add, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're looking at these numbers, there's so many things that uh, determine people. And really, you know, I might add, we're not talking about going to heaven. We're not talking about your salvation. No, we're not. We're talking about fulfilling your purpose in life. Mm -hmm. And there's a requirement there. And we've seen it with ministers you know all over the world we've seen people um, you know just uh, 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 you know just drop the ball yeah uh, the character fails Absolutely. Uh, morality and all these different things that just come in there and just stop the purpose in its tracks yeah. and 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 it doesn't matter who you are you know if God is gonna use you uh, you said something powerful on Sunday. You said your 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 anointing may get you there, but it's going to take your character to keep you oh, there. Absolutely. And so, if you don't have the character to sustain you in that place of calling, uh, hey, you're going to throw the ball. You're going to mm. you're going to drop the ball. Actually, mm. not throw it. Drop the ball. You're going to drop the ball instead of catching it. You just fumble it and drop it. Mm. And I believe this is why the season of faithfulness is very important. It teaches us there's character development Absolutely. in the season of faithfulness. You and know, maturity. We, and there's a maturity. Mm. And and really, if you read uh, Psalm 11, verse 3, it says, if the foundations are destroyed, mm. what can the righteous do? And the answer is nothing. nothing. You know, they won't be able to do anything. Nothing. If the foundations are destroyed, the righteousness, uh, the, 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 the righteous people won't be able to, you know, do much, Absolutely. you know, and so the foundation, I mean, we looked at some of the high rise uh, buildings that were built in our community and, uh, you know, I couldn't help but notice how they kept going down with the foundation. Mm. I mean, foundation they, it was almost key. like they're digging a hole. They kept going down. Yep. I'm thinking, man, this is a high rise, a building. You should be going up. Yep. But they kept going down and down and down and down. Kept going Until, up. you know, when the yep. foundations were ready, then they started putting and stacking up, you know, stuff on top of that foundation. And really, that's what this season of, of faithfulness is about. No, it's absolutely our foundation in life. Come on. The season of faithfulness is absolutely going to determine our capacity you know for the seasons that that follow on because there's gonna there's there's such a oh what's happening here hey (laughs) sorry those are our books falling off our bookshelf you're really gonna have to excuse us i hope there's nothing else that's gonna fall off (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. well moving on swiftly swiftly. technical glitches right (laughs) but but i think practically and i think it's a story that you know really um we shared on sunday was just talking about our own our own personal journey. Before um, we do that, mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick uh, uh, two-minute break, and then we'll okay. be back, and uh, we will talk about our own story. 
if you stay tuned, don't touch the <laughs> dial. This message and this book, Grace in the Marketplace, it's a game changer. You know, and if there's one thing that Pastor Tafara said that really stood with me is on the principle of faithfulness. He says, God has scattered supernatural opportunities of favor on the path of faithfulness. Man, I've applied myself in the marketplace and I'm experiencing supernatural increase, promotion, exponential growth, and all this is attributed to this one principle, faithfulness in your assignment. I started my own business in 2016 and since then the principles that I've learned through Grace in the Marketplace have taken my business you know to the next level you know from learning that you know we need to cooperate with the blessing you know through diligence and generosity and man when we do that you know the records can be broken and God has showed me that I can use certain skills you know writing skills you know to start a speech writing ghostwriting business for instance and many other things that God is, is showing me through implementing the principles you know that are taught by pastors Tafara and Chipo. It is said that 50% of all marriages will end up in divorce. Of the 50% that stay married, only 20% are truly happy. You can be part of that 20% by joining Lovers Bootcamp, a free six-week marriage course that is guaranteed to strengthen any marriage. Join us on the 20th of July to get practical tools, expert insights and exercises to strengthen your relationship and overcome any challenges to build a marriage that lasts a lifetime. Are you married, about to get married or do you want to overcome challenges in your marriage? Then this class is for you. Sign up today. Hey, welcome back, guys. And uh, Lovers Bootcamp is going to be happening yeah. starting the 20th of July. And hey, listen, you need to register if you haven't already done so. We're already halfway. Wow. We're already halfway. What's halfway? Uh, halfway is about 40 uh, some couples. We can only take, we can only really take about 80 couples, you wow. know, otherwise it, wow. it loses its quality. We want to be able to. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, tell who's there okay. so that we can follow up on on on, on the results, right? Oh, wow, this awesome. is results oriented. Sure, so they want to make sure that they book. Make their sure space. that you book you your space. Make sure that you get all your friends to book their space. Hey, some uh, new people that have joined the broadcast here. Yeah, just a quick shout out as we wrap this up. Michelle Tudop is in the building. Hi, uh, who else didn't I give a shout out? Yeah, Sarah Chetty is in the building. Itumelang Mokone is in the building. Building. Miriam yeah. Shumbare all the way from Zimbabwe is in the building. Teradez TV. Oh man, our good friends over yeah. there, Teradez yeah. Ministries. <laughs> they say powerful ministers, powerful word. Oh, we love yeah. you guys. Kodani is back. It says good word. And uh, that's Brenda. about it. That's Brenda. everybody. Brenda, I think I gave a shout out to Brenda. <laughs> and so thank so you guys. Awesome. Thank you Richard. so much for joining <laughs> in. Uh, Richard is over there as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're talking about the power of faithfulness as a leader. Mm. The principle of faithfulness mm. is very important, mm. right? Just mm. being faithful and, uh, and allowing, you know, 
God to develop your capacity for what's coming in the future. And so between the time of calling and separation, whether it's in business, it's in ministry, whatever God has called you, is a season of preparation, is a season of faithfulness where we, we develop character, we develop capacity, hmm. even to handle finances. Come on. You know, you need Absolutely. capacity. Uh, there's a show yep. that, that they broadcast here in South Africa called I Blew It. <laughs> and, and it's a typical case of someone... I mean, that's a typical case of someone who uh, 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 got called, right? There's a calling for money, right? For prosperity. But before they had uh, developed capacity, they, they you know, short, uh, uh, short-circuited the, the system and got rich, you know, by, by usually yeah, by some, some... Somehow winning a competition or lottery you know I mean? or something, you know, and lottery. Then, and then we all see what happens, yeah, know. you know, when there's no capacity, when there's no faithfulness. I mean, it, it's chaotic. It's, mm. it's a recipe it's for a disaster. Mess. It's a mess. And so we're going to share our story. We're going to share our We're going to share it quickly, and then we're going to move on to two more points that I really think are quite important and really right. going to help you um, when it comes to the season of faithfulness. So many of, many people don't know, you know, when they, when they come to Faithful Church, they think, you know, they see the amazing things that God has, you know, really been doing through the ministry, the impact, you know, that we're really starting to make, the TV, the everything. And they kind of come in, you know, and they think, man, we kind of stumbled upon all yeah. of this. You know, this kind of just happened. But man, I want to tell you something. Before, you know, before Faithful Church, um, Pastor Tavar and I were, were associate pastors. We were associate pastors of someone else's ministry. And man, we, we determined in our heart that, man, we were just going to be faithful. Man, we were going to be faithful even with the little, you know, that God had um, placed in our hands. And man, we were we were faithful even when we were four, right? Four of us, right? Yeah. And this is, you know, two the two of us plus two others, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were, you know, we were so happy you when eventually, man, you got to be faithful. We were so happy when eventually we had our first child, man, because yeah. we were guaranteed a minimum of three people were attending, go. right? And we could be faithful with three. <laughs> but man, we were, as we were faithful with those little, what we didn't realize then is, man, we were, we were laying the foundation, Come you know, for where God wanted, or the, the much that God wanted to bring in our lives. And That's as we were right. faithful with the little man, God started bringing much, even in, the, in, in that ministry, as we were faithful with what belonged to someone else, man. Again, we were building our capacity right. to eventually uh, be able to handle the tasks that were associated with with the call of God, uh, or at least with the separation into faithful faithful church yeah, and being and um, senior pastors of of faithful church. And really, the influence that comes with it, you know, you need to have developed not just during faithfulness. You need to develop a capacity also mm. for for humility. You mm. need to develop a capacity for just having a level head. Yeah, you know, and I look at my own life, and I'll be the first one to say, you know, if I had gone on TV uh, a day earlier, <laughs> it would have gone to my head. Because yeah. I mean, you go to, I go to the mall, I bump into people who say, "Man, I know you. Thank you for what you. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't have capacity mm. uh, uh, in your character to handle." the people's applause, yeah. man, it can get to your head. It drive you crazy. Yeah, okay. And so if it had come a day earlier, like you said on Sunday, God is never late, mm-hmm. but he's definitely he's sure never early. And so he's right on time. Right on time. <laughs> and uh, as, you, as, you're dra- as you're developing that capacity and, and, and your character is being developed and God will bring what you need right in the, in the, in the moment that Amen. you need it. You know, Amen. I mean, it's everywhere we go. I bump into yeah. people, they say, man, I know you and your yeah. impact to my life oh praise the lord it just humbles me yeah. uh because it came right uh, Amen. on the on the time that you know it needed to come absolutely i mean i don't think you know i mean if it did come if it had come earlier i mean you would 
you just have lacked that maturity yeah. to really be, because I mean we are who we are by the grace of God. Come on, and I think it it takes time to actually actually really get that revelation that yeah. man you you're doing these things because it's God. It's God's right? grace. And the temptation when you're immature and you haven't really grown into these things, man, you start thinking, man, it's all me. Oh, hey, I'm the anointed. I'm the, cool, the, the I'm the called. I'm the Lord. I'll be the one. You know, and so it I really got to these, be the one. <laughs> these things take time. But I really want us to move quickly to another um, aspect of faithfulness, which I think is, is is really quite important, and it's something that I think we've also just really begun to understand and grasp in our lives. And 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 that that principle is simply this: that faithfulness is a choice, right? Come on. You know, we choose to be faithful even under the most difficult circumstances, right. right? We get to choose, right? It's absolutely a choice we get to make. We get to choose to be faithful even around difficult people. That's right. Okay? And I think perhaps the most beautiful illustration or example um, really about this principle um, in the Bible is the story of Elisha. Yeah. Okay, so uh, man, um, Elisha's calling, um, Elisha's call actually was based on, I would say, the failure of, of Prophet Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> Just to summarize, I mean, um, Prophet Elijah is probably one of the most dramatic, one of the most temperamental prophets and probably the most, yeah. right? I always said, you know, if there was an award for the most, the award for uh, the drama queen of the year, Prophet Elijah would have won it hands down every <laughs> single year in a row of him being alive, man. He was that dramatic. Absolutely up, down, up, down, right? And so... Literally, um, I believe it's in, in First Kings 19, Elijah, man, he'd just woken up after a really dramatic day, you know, where he'd called fire down from heaven. He'd essentially destroyed 400 prophets of Baal. Um, man, it was it was something else. He'd like outrun a chariot. He'd rain. He'd prayed earnestly for rain. And, you know, the rain came ending a, a three and a half year drought. And then and then and then as he wakes up, he gets this he gets this letter from Queen Jezebel. Right. Yeah. And she's saying, I want to I'm going to cut your throat. And I mean, the guy who just had an, a, a really powerful day, you know, the day before, like runs for his life, yeah, right? Because yeah, he's scared of her. I mean, yeah. it's something else, right? Yeah. But man, this is the drama king of, you know. And he said, I'm the only one left. He's not complaining to God. And he's like, man, I'm the only one left. I'm the only one who cares. Lord, yeah. kill me now. Kill, kill me. me now. I want to be dead. I want to be wrote dead. You suicide note <laughs> to God. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a new level, right, of drama. <laughs> he's like, Lord, I want to be dead, right? And he said, no, you know, go back. Let's go back. You can do this. You're not the only one alive. You know, he's like, no, Lord, I cannot do this. I just, I, I'm tired, right? I don't yeah. want it. So the Lord eventually says, okay, well, if that's what you want, you got it, got right? It. Your uh, ministry is it come to an end. Go and find Elisha and anoint him. He'll take over from you pretty right, much, right? right? So there's Elijah. He comes across Elisha. And I thought this was so key. You know, Elisha at that point was was farming. Yeah. And he was farming. The, the, the scripture is quite... Um, quite descriptive about you know like what he was using farming right it says he he was farming using a 12 pairs of oxen yeah okay. that's a lot so this was not a not a, someone who's it's sitting around home guy. this is not a cheap guy this is a wealthy farmer yeah. who was actually being faithful and being productive um doing something and applying himself out really in the marketplace right yeah that's a key that's i mean the that's key. quite key i think that's the key with a lot of people is that uh, a lot of people don't realize this, that, you know, I, I didn't come into uh, a full-time ministry like that. 
Uh, we only transitioned when mm. there was more work Maybe to can. do in the ministry that it was clashing with the marketplace. But the principle is whatever you find your hands to do, Just do it do as it. unto the Lord. And so for how long? I mean, for over long time, you know, eh? 10 years, mm. I did both uh, marketplace and and I enjoyed my job. I didn't, I wasn't complaining. I mean, I was yeah, enjoying no, he, my he, job. He, he, you I loved, loved it. it. <laughs> we were traveling all over the world, you know, going to <laughs> India, to China. We were doing all kinds of stuff, you know, in my job. And, and I mean, I was getting, you know, paid really good. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was not bad. It was not shabby at all. No, it wasn't all. at all. No, it really it really wasn't. It, it wasn't really shabby wasn't. at all. <laughs> you know, but but, but that's the, the the key thing is this is that then when 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 you believe God has called you into ministry, don't wait and sit you know and say, man, I'm just gonna wait. I'm that's just it. gonna wait mm. until the day. No, get dirty. Get your hands. Get busy. Get busy. Mm. Get your hands dirty. Start doing something. Whatever you find your hands to do, just God, apply yourself, and God will promote you, and He will bring you over to. And that's what Elisha was doing. Mm. He Elisha, was, he was, Elisha farming. was farming. I mean, yeah. the 12, and he was, he was quite a wealthy farmer, which is to me, I mean, 12 pairs of oxen. I mean, it represented ex wealth, extreme yeah. wealth at it, because really it was only the wealthy that had oxen that they could sacrifice to the Lord. The poor, I mean, they had turtle doves. Yeah. You know, some had lambs, right? But so this is really represented someone who'd been applying himself and seeing results in his life, right? So this is the person that Elijah finds. He finds Elisha plowing. Then literally he throws... He throws his mantle over the shoulder of, of Elisha. And that actually represents his calling. Right. So that was now the moment, the moment um, Elisha saw the prophet, one, he recognized him, and saw the mantle being thrown over, over his shoulders, he recognized that God was calling him to stand in the office of a prophet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now, really now we need to understand what, what really happens after sort of calling. What actually really happens after the point in which you actually begin to accept and recognize God's call on your life. Because most people, um, the temptation is, to think that man okay i've recognized i've accepted what god's calling is it's just going to automatically happen nah, i'm just going to automatically be launched into my ministry but man that's so far from the truth there is yeah. a see there is a time period between calling and separation and so we're going to find out what elisha what elisha um did really in yeah. that time between yeah. his calling and his separation right so effectively elisha you know decides okay this is i'm going to follow i'm going to follow the prophet elisha and, right? and, and i think that that word follow is mm. in caps mm. You know, yes. because Elijah, I like that. Elijah actually said to, after he threw the mantle, right? This is powerful. Go check it out. <laughs> Elijah said to Elisha, don't follow me. <laughs> you know, which is a contradiction of what he's supposed to do, right? <laughs> but Elisha in his, in his determination said, I'm going to follow you. <laughs> I'm gonna pursue that's key. you. That's key. And that's what faithfulness is about. It's, it's saying, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this by all means necessary. And I'm gonna do it, you know, on a sunny day. I'm gonna do it on a cloudy day. Yeah. I'm gonna do it when I want to. I'm gonna do it when I don't want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna because faithfulness is not a feeling. Absolutely it's a decision. Not. You know, sometimes you feel like oh, I don't feel like doing anything. Well, that's the time you should be faithful. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine, Elisha, there were days when he did not feel like being I mean, faithful to this, this temperamental drama queen, moody up and down. I mean, I think there were times when he probably looked at him and said, what on earth is, is this guy called to be a prophet? This act, guy is acting like a big baby. Come on, grow up. Is this the guy I left my lucrative business to follow? Yeah. But man, I mean, Elisha was faithful. Elisha's right. career, he, he didn't perform a single miracle, actually, between the time he left his farm 
and 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 between the time he was actually separated so there was a season of following yeah. and so and so we know the story goes one day became one week one week became one month one month became one year one year became 10 years 10 years of Elijah just showing up doing the work being faithful That's showing right. up doing the work being faithful and then eventually the end of 10 years Elisha was finally um, launched into 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 into, into, his into, into his purpose into yeah. the office into his office as a prophet yeah. so really I don't know we probably need to conclude right yeah almost almost <laughs> but you can this, wrap it up we say this to say man faithfulness is absolutely a choice yeah. you know man you 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 know we we've personally um had experiences where we've been i, I worked at some point for them with literally for the boss from hell right <laughs> okay but faithfulness has got really nothing to do with choice with our feelings it Come really on. has nothing it's a choice you make it's a choice you make in order um to to develop character yeah. in order to just mature into the things that god wants you to mature so that you can eventually be launched out into the things that God I mean, is even, calling you to. Even in 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 the gym, right? In in <laughs> in the gym, you you've got to be faithful yeah. over a long period of yeah. time. You know, I meet people uh, who are in their fifties, but they look like they're in their forties. Wow. I do that all the time. You know, I meet people who are in their fifties, uh, and I and 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 they look, but they look like they're in their twenties. And I ask them this question: I say, "Man, how do you, how did you do? I need the secret." Yeah. I need to know what is the secret. You know what the secret is? It's faithfulness. They say, hey, I've been going to the gym faithfully for the last 20 years. Absolutely. And I say, wow, this is, this is amazing. And so what you see in someone's life in the latter years started in the earlier years as a journey of faithfulness. Amen. You know, I met this guy at the retreat. He, was, he had his birthday at the retreat. And uh, he looked, he looked, he looked, you know 25 dude was 54 what wow you look you look better oh, wow. than you look better than me wow. i gotta admit but dude, <laughs> dude, dude just turned 54 and so i wanted to know what's up bro wow. i mean how can you how can you look better than wow. me and and i'm 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 you know i'm not even near 50 <laughs> and you i mean dude what's up so i went to ask him and you know what he said to me he said man i've been in the gym all my life i've been faithful hmm. uh, all my life and uh, and he must have had days where he just didn't feel oh like yeah, going but oh he yeah. still pushed through those feelings and remained faithful oh yeah. and because of that this is what usually happens is that when you only enter the third phase of your calling really in your 60s but it starts today. No. It starts now. No. You only really enter your, your 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 significance phase of your life in your sixties, in your late fifties. You know, all the different people that make wow. a difference That's usually yeah, they're in their late fifties, particularly in in ministry, even in business. You know, the yeah. statistics say late fifties. Now you're stepping into really. Uh, you know, the fullness of your legacy. Amen. But most of them started in, in their 20s pursuing a journey of learning, a journey of being faithful, growing, a journey maturing. of growing, mm -hmm. maturing, increasing capacity. And that's what we're talking about tonight, you know, Amen. that if you're going to look great, no, I'm kidding, not look great, <laughs> forget about looks. But if you're going to if you're going to yeah. do something impactful yeah. later on in, in, in your life, it's a journey that begins today. It's Amen. a journey that you, hey, I'm going to start journeying uh, like this today Amen. and I'm going to commit to it. Whatever, you whatever find season in, of life you find whatever yourself you, whatever in. Whatever season mm. of life you find yourself in, mm. man, you, you, you do that, right? I see some people here, you know, I'm going to give a shout out before we wrap it up. Let's see who's on here. Uh, Herbert Johnson, my brother <laughs> Herbert, all the way from Lagos, yeah. Nigeria. Herbert, 
Uh, man, I bumped into Herbert. This was a funny story. We bumped into <laughs> Herbert. Uh, Dakota and I were shopping, right? And then we bumped into Herbert at the mall. Oh, wow. And I said, man, I think I know that brother. Oh, you wow. know, from Facebook. And it's I, a small world. I said to Dakota, man, I think he goes to the same church as you. So Dakota <laughs> said, brother, do you go to Caris Christian Center? He said, oh, yeah, I go there. And he said, Pastor Farah. And, you know, we, that was the first time we met, exchanged numbers. And he's actually preaching in Lagos. He flew out of Colorado Springs mm. on Monday oh, to actually Lagos. come out wow. and preach in Lagos, Amen. Nigeria. Herbert Johnson, we love you, brother. Uh, Shingi. Fundira here says, uh, show up and dress up. That's exactly what show we're talking about. Show up and dress up. I think up. that should, come that should on, be come the on. next title of my series. <laughs> show up and dress up, right? <laughs> I like showing amen, up and dressing up. Amen. Faithfulness is a choice. That's <laughs> Julian Bali Fastnacht. Fastnacht. Fast nut. I think we got right. it. I think I, we're there, yeah, Julia. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting close. <laughs> Someone says, yeah, I struggle with gym commitment. That's the deal is that faithfulness is not easy. Who says I struggle with gym? <laughs> <laughs> Shingi says, I struggle with gym commitment. It's not easy. Don't be with you, hey, girl. <laughs> listen, if you're going to be faithful, it's not going to be easy. Mm. It's, it's, it's just a journey mm. that you have to make a decision. But it's a decision. It's, it's a, a decision. choice you make. It's a choice. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, for Elijah to be faithful to Elijah nah. was tough. That was but, tough. But, you know, he, he, he did it, and that was awesome. Uh, Pastor H, yeah. Henry, Pastor H said, first time hearing about circumstances of Elijah and Elijah's story. You guys are true scholars of the word. Oh, man, we're just learning together. Yeah, Who else is here? Amen. Tozani Dinga is in the building. Good evening, family. Uh, Dakota says that At the gas station. I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say at the gas station because no one knows what a gas station is. It's a garage. We call them petrol station. It's a petrol station, <laughs> not a gas station. You know what Gas in Africa is gas, Gas right? is like a ethane, a methane. Methane, yeah. like it's a... Oh, that's what we used to cook, it. right? Not to put in cars. <laughs> and so we met at a gas station. Gas station. No, petrol station. At a garage. At a garage. That's where we met. Hey, we love everybody. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in tonight. Yeah. What a blessing you all are. We're going to see you guys on Sunday. We love you. Love and you God bless, bless you. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.